with their toenails painted orange, only made her more childlike. He mixed the drink weak and put two cherries in it. She fished the cherries out with her fingers and ate them one by one, sucking them like candy, before she started sipping her drink. Christian knew the girl came to his bar because the drinks were cheap, and he would serve them to her with no annoying questions about ID or why a pretty girl wanted to drink alone. She always turned with a start every time the street door opened, and her hand would fly to her throat. Who are you waiting for? Christian asked her the first time she came in. The vampires? She told him. She was always alone, even on the last night of Mardi Gras. The black silk dress left her throat and arms bare. Before, she had smoked Marlboro lights. Christian told her that only virgins were known to smoke those and she blushed and came in the next night with a pack of camels. She said her name was Jessie, and Christian only smiled at her joke about the vampires. He didn't know how much she knew. But she had pretty ways and a sweet, shy smile, and she was a tiny brightness in every ashen, empty night. He certainly wasn't going to bite her. The vampires got into town sometime before midnight. They parked their black van in an illegal space. They got hold of a bottle of chartreuse and reeled down Bourbon Street, swigging it by turns, their arms around one another's shoulders, their hair in one another's faces. All three had outlined their features in dark blots of makeup, and the larger two had teased their hair into great tangled clumps. Their pockets were stuffed with candy they ate noisily, washing it down with sweet green mouthfuls of chartreuse. Their names were Molokai, Twig, and Zilla, and they wished they had fangs but had to make do with teeth filed sharp, and they could walk in sunlight as their great-grandfathers could not, but they preferred to do their roaming at night, and as they roamed unsteadily down Bourbon Street, they raised their voices in song, Molokai peeled the wrapper off a ho-ho, crammed as much of it into his mouth as he could, and kept singing, spraying Twig with crumbs of chocolate. Give me some, Twig demanded. Molokai scooped some of the ho-ho out of his mouth and offered it to Twig. Twig laughed helplessly, clamped his lips shut and shook his head, finally relented and licked the creamy brown paste off Molokai's fingers. Vile dogs, said Zilla. Zilla was the most beautiful of the three, with a smooth, symmetrical, androgynous face, with brilliant eyes as green as the last drop of chartreuse in the bottle. Only Zilla's hands gave away his gender. They were large and strong and heavily veined beneath the thin white skin. He wore his nails long and pointed, and he wore his caramel-colored hair tied back with a purple silk scarf. Wisps of the ponytail had escaped, framing the stunning face, the achingly green eyes. Zilla stood a head and a half shorter than Molokai and Twig, but his ice-cold poise and the way his larger companions flanked him told onlookers that Zilla was the absolute leader here. Molokai and Twig's features were like two sketches of the same face done by different artists one using sharp straight angles, the other working in curves and circles. Molokai was baby-faced, with large round eyes and a wide wet mouth he liked to smear with orange lipstick. Twig's face was angular and clever, 
His eyes tracked every movement, but the two were of the same size and shape, and more often than not, they walked, or staggered, in step with each other. They grinned and bared their teeth at a tall boy in full Nazi uniform who had veered directly into their path. From a distance, Molokai and Twig's filed teeth were unremarkable except for the film of chocolate that webbed them. But some small bloodlust in their eyes made the boy turn away, looking for trouble somewhere else, somewhere vampires would not trouble themselves to go. They made their way through the gaudy throngs to the sidewalk, steadying themselves against posters that screamed, Men will turn into women before your eyes! Pictures of blondes with tired breasts and five o'clock shadows. They stumbled past racks of postcards, racks of t-shirts, bars that opened onto the sidewalk and served drinks to passerby. Overhead, fireworks.